Hey guys, in today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, we're gonna talk about how using technical analysis will give you a massive edge in the markets, even as a longer term investor. think back if I knew technicals back when I was an investor how much better I would have been that was pretty good and one of the things that my uh, my friend it's funny to my friend my friend that that got me in the Forex he's now an investor right he's now an investor and um, I help him out a bit he helps me out a bit. I give him some money and he puts it in places for me. But he'll come to me with the idea because I, I don't really have time to research anything um, or I don't want to make time to research anything with kind of where I'm at with my life right now. Um, so he comes he comes to me with different ideas. <clears throat> so he'll come to me with kind of like a basket of portfolios where he's saying, like, hey, you know, here, here's what I'm looking at. Here are the, the fundamental reasons, the fundamental reasons of why. Tell me what you think about the charts. So he comes up with the, if, if you can imagine the same, so, so you guys know we, we, we use an IPDE process in trading, right? Identify, predict, decide, execute, it's all technical, right? That same process is used in investing. The only difference is the I and the P, right, is not on the charts. The I and the P would be your fundamental analysis. So you want to identify the strengths and weaknesses of the company, make a future projection. You want to decide based on your research whether this has something, whether this is something that has opportunity for future growth, right? That's on the fundamental side because you're thinking long-term, right? To decide and execute, that's when we turn to the technicals. After you've made, like, so in the charts with the IPDE, we said, right, I don't want to enter short on pound dollar because my analysis says that we're likely to continue higher or I don't want to enter short on or I'm looking forward to flag breakout on Aussie end because we had the higher high, higher close. Therefore, right, I identified the higher high, higher close. Therefore, I'm going to predict that we're likely to go higher, right? Same thing with fundamental analysis. Instead of just on the charts, you're using other sources, but you want to identify your strong companies, your companies that you believe have future growth, right? So you've identified and you've predicted. Now, when you go to decide and execute, now you're asking yourself, okay, I've already made my decision that I want to be involved. Now the, the, the question is, how can I get the best deal possible? The timing, yep. How can I get the best deal? And it's a fine line because you don't you don't want to be greedy, right? And that's why I say the the price isn't if you believe something is going to go higher, the price isn't super important. It's not the same as pinpointing it as a trader because as a trader, we're looking for a, a shorter move, right? We need to take that risk reward into account. As an investor, that's not necessarily the case, and, and you're you're gonna buy and hold. Right? You're going to buy and hold. So risk reward is, is never really going to be an issue if you're an investor, not a trader. 
So you're looking to say, how can I get in at a better price? It doesn't need to be the absolute best price, the pinpoint price, like maybe a trader would look for. But if I can get in something cheaper, I can get more and have a better return. It just makes sense, right? So that's where the technicals comes in hand. So he'll send me probably like once a month, he'll send me kind of a list of stocks. And we look, we've looked at a few of them here in the live room. He'll send me a list of stocks and he'll just be like, um, tell me what you think of the charts. And I'll, I'll shoot him some chart work back. I'll say, hey, this flag pattern breakout, this, this, uh, overextended pullback. And he uses that to help with his timing. And he knows technical analysis on his own, but he, I think the reason he reaches out to me is because he, he wants to, he wasn't really good with trading psychology. So he likes to have a non-biased approach. And, and um, any of you guys investors? Like you do act, active investment, buying active stocks or, or commodities, something like that. Um, I've always found it hard that once I, <laughs> once I decide to buy something, I, I, I find it very hard to execute patience in buying it. I don't know if you guys are the same way. So once, once I've done my analysis and I say like, hey, I want to buy Uber, right? I find it very hard to wait for a better price to buy Uber because in my mind, right? My, my analysis has shown me that I think this is going to go up. If I think that something is going to go up, I don't wanna wait to buy it because just like trading, right? What if it goes up without me? So probably something, I mean, it, it's just, that's just honesty. That's just knowing yourself. It's probably something that an emotionalist trader or investor shouldn't feel, but that's how I feel, honestly, right? Once I do enough work to value something, I don't want to miss, I, like I fear missing the move, FOMO, fear of missing out. So it's very hard for me to wait. Easier in trading, again, because I'm, I'm in and out, I, I'm, I'm more like a mercenary. I don't have any type of, like, I don't really care if the euro goes up or down, right? I'm a mercenary. I just want to get it when it's going up and get it when it's going down. Um, investing is a little bit different because it feels like, it feels like you're taking an emotional stake in it, Right? If you're buying gold or if you're buying Bitcoin and you're 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 shooting for years in the future, it's a little bit different, right? You, there's there's something more tied to it, right? Um, so my assumption, just knowing how poor he was of trading psychology, this was his downfall when he was a trader, is I think he does that to get a second pair of eyes. And obviously, you know, we've been best friends since high school, so he trusts me and I, I trust him. Right. I think he does it to get a second pair of eyes to stop him from just buying right away. So if he hears me and he'll do his own technical analysis. But, you know, if he hears me look at the same thing for him, where I'm like, yeah, man, we just had an extension. But, you know, if we can pull back to this area, I think it gives him more confidence where it's like, OK, I can I can be a little bit more patient because we're we're both seeing the same thing. And I, and I think I think that helps. I know I know that would help me. So it's it's a pretty cool and it's a. It's a pretty cool thing we got going on because, again, this was this was someone again, this was the guy that introduced me to Forex. We started our trading journey around the same time. Um, I became successful a lot quicker than he did um, just due to dedication and discipline. Um, he, he was he was a very good trader, but just lacked trading psychology was poor. So and that that, you know, did him in. Um, but learned from his lessons, he 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 kind of went back to more of the investment side. He works all the time. He's a manager. 
Um, so he, he went something less active um, and he's become phenomenal. To the point where it's like, hey, if I give you money, can you do this for me? Because I've mentioned time and time here, I, I, I'd love to get more back into active investment. But I don't I don't have I just don't have the time to do the research on individual stocks the way that I would be comfortable doing. And we had the same conversation about Bitcoin the other day. Um, I, 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 I need to be sure in what I'm doing before I ever waste money or <laughs> waste money before I ever put money in doing something. I've learned many lessons about what happens when you do something kind of going half in. Doesn't end well, does it, guys? You ever go half into something, half into trading? half into a relationship doesn't really end well. So I, I, need, to, I need to be very, especially at this point in my career where it's, it, there's much more at risk, I, I need to be very, very comfortable with my actions, crossing T's and dotting I's before doing it. So it's cool to have someone that I trust so much that kind of does it and we kind of get to help each other out. Because his, I think his bigger goal is to take what he's doing full time, maybe, maybe open the fund one day or something like that or, or, or manage for many others and he's getting experience and, and, and when he starts kind of building that side of his business he can put on his resume that hey I'm, I've had success full track record for this many years I managed this much money here are my returns um, it's kind of a win-win for everyone so cool stuff but yeah technicals man it's it's and, and that's the power that I think a lot of people don't see and we, maybe we should do a better job of talking about. It. I know Greystone is um, technicals play a role in everything. It's not just active trading. It's not just day trading, right? Technicals play a role in the bigger picture, and you can use technical analysis the same way in any market, right? You may use it slightly differently, but the ability to read a price chart, man, like it, it's going to give you the edge. It's going to give you the edge. It's going to give you the ability to get in a little bit cheaper at a little better location, save a little bit of money and make a little bit more of a return. It's it's and it's 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 all about small wins. You'll you'll find that it's all about compiling small wins. That's how you get big wins. Edgar says that's my fear attempting to master many things and not mastering any at all. That's 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 typically my problem as well, Edgar. I have a very short attention span, so I'm everywhere and I'm like okay at a lot of things, but not great at one thing. And I learned that through trading as well, that you can't be just, you can't be successful if you're okay. You're going to be a boomer buster. You can't be successful kind of just dipping a toe in it. And that's one of the reasons, again, in my story, um, remember, I, I quit all three of my jobs. Stupid decision. I don't I don't advise anyone do it. But the reason I quit all three of my jobs because I I I, I know myself I needed to go all in. I needed my I needed my coach to say, hey Akil, this person's gonna take your spot if you don't perform. I needed that pressure. Because before, again, I was making good money at the time. There was I mean, if so I was just kind of doing enough, there was no kind of urgency. Um once I kind of made the jump, there was urgency and I, I, I forced myself in a way to go all in. And it was the only time I ever focused. I mean, it still took me a while. <laughs> still took me like a year to, to finally focus. But um, when it was kind of do or die, I focused and it was amazing when I focused on one thing and kind of stopped doing side investments, stopped doing this and that. 
um, I got better at it. Um, but as you can see, that's also a fear for my future growth as well, where it's like, hey, do I do I venture back into other things that I used to do without the same focus? Can I get away with that or not? Um, so it's a, it's a it's a give and a take. My choice was just to find other people to do it for you. That kind of works, right? <laughs> that works as well. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough. But yeah, good to hear. You said uh, Edgar says we guys help with the mindset, self-aware, impossible hurdles. I think that's the best thing we can do. Anyone can teach you technical analysis. It won't be as entertaining as what we do, but anyone can teach you technical analysis. But the truth is that successful trading is more, is about it's much more than that. Technical analysis and, and any of the vets can tell you is the easy part, right? You can learn a price chart. It's a skill. Um, the intricacies, yeah, that takes time, experience. That's where coaching comes in handy, looking at stuff like, hey, why you shouldn't want to sell here, why that candle's a tricky one or a false breakout, stuff like that. That's, you know, that comes with our experience in the market. And those are lessons that I've learned over 13 years. That's lessons that Jason's learned over, what, 10 years or so. Um, so we can help you out with that. We can make that learning curve shorter, but technicals are technicals. Uh, the most important thing is the belief. And that's, that's, that's hats off to the community. I wouldn't even say that's myself or Greystone. That's the community. You being around people that are doing it, that have done it, and you can kind of see like, hey, man, like I, I used to talk to this George guy, and now he's, man, I can do it too. Like It's having those people that are willing to be role models and give back and help. That's massive with that belief um, and that mindset. That mindset of just being willing to tell you like, hey, Edgar, Here's where you're probably going to mess up, but just so you know it before you do it. <laughs> and then you guys write back like, yeah, remember when you told me I was going to take that trade early? I did it. I did it. But maybe you only do it once instead of doing it for like 10 times. So you, you still make the same mistakes. Maybe you avoid some of them, but you don't make them as much. You're like, ah, okay, now I know what Akil's talking about. I did do that. All right, I won't do it again. I promise. Last time. Pinky swear. Right. So, and, and, and all that just, it shortens the learning curve. And when you shorten the learning curve, you, you get to your ultimate goal quicker. When you get to your ultimate goal quicker, you just have more time to reap the benefits of it. So that's the biggest thing where people, and, and I'll, I promise I'll end this rant soon, we'll get to our breaks. We're already like almost half an hour overdue. But, you know, people talk about coaching. Like, why do I need coaching? I can be good without coaching. Sure, you can. It's just going to take you longer. And it's probably going to be a little bit more expensive because you're going to pay the market for your lessons instead of someone else, Right. What I've realized over over time is it's all about time, right? And, and we know that the, the 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 value of trading comes from the power of compounding, right? Would you guys all agree? Compounding, 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 right? And that takes time. It's like a, a snowball. It takes time to kind of form it at once, form that foundation. But once the ball gets rolling, man, it starts going. But it takes time. So if you can decrease the time and money, that it takes to learn, that gives you more money to start that snowball with, that gives you more time to start building that snowball, that gives you more time for that snowball to compound in the future, right? So if I can knock off two years of my learning curve and I can spend two years actually growing my account and getting that ball rolling, I'm probably gonna be four years ahead of where I would be at if I took a different route. Now, you don't see that until the future. You don't see that until you look back and you're like, man, I wish I would have got like for me. Like, I wish I wouldn't have messed around for two years. 
because I would be where I'm at now four years ago. But you don't see that in hindsight, but hopefully we, we can keep preaching that message so you guys start to see it and start to believe that power. So, but yeah, most people don't see it that way. Most people are, are only, they're only worried about the now. They don't, they don't care. I mean, and I was like that too. So I can't, you know, I you can't complain about that. I didn't have that mindset. I didn't have anyone to teach me that mindset. Um, it was instant gratification. And that's, that's the, that's the fight we're fighting guys. The, the, the fight of being patient, but I would encourage those people look at anyone that's successful. Look at anyone that's successful and, and read up on their journey and see how long they struggled before that big pop. I, I love reading Mark Cuban's book. His failures were inspiring. But yeah, that's another one, Roberto. Yeah, the problem is misunderstanding the speed versus... Yeah, and that's another thing, right? Urgency and speed are two different things, right? You, you want to be urgent and deliberate in what you're doing, but that's not necessarily being fast. And we, we run into that problem too. Where it's like, hey, Keel. I just went through, what did you say, Richard? We have like 100 million hours of training content. I went through all seven of your courses in the weekend. I'm ready to go. Like, okay, you were fast going through it, but no, you didn't retain anything. Like, no, that's not gonna, you gotta find that balance. Yeah, you remembered 0.2% of it. So now it's gonna take you more time. So that's, that's yeah, that's tough. You wanna, it's, uh, I tell my, my the, the track team I coach this and coming down to block starts, you have to be urgent, but patient. You have to be urgent enough to go after something aggressively, but you have to be patient enough to do it the right way and not rush through. Because just like in track and field, if we're talking about a 100 meter dash, for example, um, you could be really fast out the blocks and win the first 10 meters. Does anyone get a gold medal for winning 10 meters? No, right? So you spin your wheels and you burn out by 50 meters and everyone catches you. So you got to be urgent and get out the blocks, but you got to be patient. This is a hundred meter dash, right? You don't need to be getting to your top speed until 30, 40, 50 meters in. And that way you have enough to hold on for the win. Right? Bobby says, funny though, because the initial instant gratification mindset is why a lot of us got into trading and realized what it actually takes. Yep, I'm, I'm with you. You telling me I can make more money with less money? in a shorter amount of time, sold, sign me up, <laughs> right? That, that, that's, that's, how, that's what got me away from the stocks after I failed miserably trying to be a penny trader. I didn't watch, what was it, Wall Street Warriors, and I saw uh, Timothy Sykes on there, and he was talking about making all this money, penny stocks from his dorm room, and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> and then I realized I couldn't do that because I, I went out of my element, right? With, with the longer-term investment, I knew exactly what I was getting into, Penny stocks is more like trading. I, I didn't know what I was looking at. I didn't know what any of these names were. So I, I, I failed miserably there. But yeah, instant gratification was what got me in. Reverse of the problem is the story about the guy that turned $10,000 into $30 million every once sliced. Yep, that's the... And, and that's, that's, what's, that's what's happening with the Bitcoin. For every... I mean, and that's what I love about Jason's video. He showed you a smart way to go about it. But you know, most people are just like, we saw the whole Wall Street bets. Most people are just, they're just unloading retirement accounts, right? Mortgaging houses and just throwing money in blindly, trying to get a, a quick fix. And they're going to get, they're going to get beat to death. They're going to, if they already haven't gotten beat to death, they're going to get beat to death, right? This, this is not a, this is not a game. 
This is not a game you can come in and do whatever you want, right? It's not that simple. Like, you got to be a professional. Got to be a professional. It's, 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 I would say it's disrespectful to approach it any other way, but they learn. They, they all learn. And that's what, that's what I tell people. You know, we get, you can imagine the amount of messages I've been getting this year. Hey, Kyo, should I buy GameStop? Should I do this? Should I do that? Hey, I just put all this money. I'm like, oh, go for it, man. Whatever. I'm like, you shouldn't. I'm going to tell you you shouldn't. You're going to do what you want anyway. You're just looking, you're looking for me to, to give you confirmation. So do it. Go ahead and lose your money, right? I told you how long it took for me to get good. So for you to think you can come in and, and, and read, read two articles and, and be a super trader in two days, all right, go see how that works. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to learn more about technical analysis, make sure you check out my weekly market video. I do a runaround of the markets teaching you some lessons about trading as well as showing you the best opportunities that are on my radar for the week ahead. It's free. It's available on YouTube. Just enter Akil Stokes in the search deal, subscribe, and make sure you hit that like button each time you watch a video.